Well, hey there, streakers. How are you? Hopefully fantastic. Jamie and I are excited to talk to you about today about something that has been brewing for quite some time. It's our streaking reels that are going to be released one by one starting February 1st. So let's talk about that today and let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple, keep a record, and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. I'm excited to talk about this because you a whole bunch of questions today. I get to ask you questions too, but yeah, it's going to be fun because when we started on this adventure of the streaking reels, it was a little while back when we were talking about the difference between streaking and habit. And we were trying to figure out how do we convey that message? Because it's not one that is easily conveyed. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's not. And it's one that's interesting too, because I feel like people are a little divided in the sense that some people feel like this definition is super important and other people are like, I don't understand why you make that such a big deal. Like, is it really important that we have that solid definition in place? And would you say that, and as you look at it, because I know I feel like it's important to have that definition in place. I feel like we both feel the same way at its level of importance, but we feel differently about the way that we communicate it. Which is par for the course of our whole married life. <laughs> you feel, because you feel that to communicate, well, what do you mean as far as how we communicate it? I feel just to, I like to be just a little bit more persuasive about it. But going back to why we feel it's important. So I think, and we've talked about this a lot. So that's why it's interesting that we're talking about it again. Right. But probably because it's so prevalent. The word habits and creating good habits is everywhere. However, what that means seems to be seems to vary from person to person. Right. And so I guess it's important to me because I feel like understanding the definition is the first part of managing my own expectations. I think and that maybe that right there is critical right mm-hmm. there. Understanding the definition is to manage expectations. The reason why I say that's critical is because early on when we were talking to anyone about streaking what they would do is say, oh, so it's another way to build habits. Mm-hmm. And immediately it was, it caused in me a little bit of an allergic reaction. And a little bit? <laughs> a little bit. It was a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I've read the books. I mean, I've read habit books and that's where, honestly, we started. If you go back to the episode on This Is Streaking, number 240, we talk all about trying to set up a habit. And when I would hear people say, well, it's just another way to set up, set up a habit, I thought, No, it's really not. And And that's important. Right. Why? Why did you feel it was so important when people... Because why why can't you just look at it and say, oh, yeah, there's a common understanding? Because that's what people were were trying to do. Right. Is to say, oh, this is my framework, setting up good habits. And what streaking is, is a way to do that. 
but we totally say, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because, and this was interesting, yesterday, Jamie and I were talking with a group of people and we asked them to define the word habit. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, in all of our tests, go And ahead. interesting, because the group of people was young people. Yeah. So they're, they're you know, in their beginning, their journey of understanding the world. I right. Guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. And they said two things, things you do repeatedly and things you, and things it's automatic, automatic or you do involuntarily. Yep. You don't think about it. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. <laughs> things that you do again and again and again is how they said it. And then things that you do without having to think about it. Right. And the hope is always that number one will turn into number two, that the things I do repeatedly will become automatic. Mm hmm and what I found in my life, and the reason why I, I find this, it's the allergic reaction, is because in everything that I've done that is requiring growth is intentional. It has to be intentional. Yep. It has to be on the forefront of the mind. If, it's, if it goes back to the area of automatic, and this is so one of the things in the short, the, the, the short that's coming out or the reel that's coming out, I love how our streaking, you meet streaking and she's phenomenal. We'll tell you a little bit about how we found streaking and how we found habit. But these two individuals who are actors who personify this, she says this great line. She says, people can get into a lot of trouble when they do things without thinking. <laughs> Which we all know is very true. <laughs> I think we've all believe, been yeah, in I'm that in, situation. Yeah, exactly. Where we're like, hmm, probably should have thought about that one. Yeah. So yeah. So that's why I would get just an allergic reaction is because I had done what was necessary in order to set up something in my life to be automatic and it did not become automatic. And so I thought that the fault was with me. Mm -hmm. So when people say, oh, streaks, that's just another way to set up habits. I push back because it's not another way to set up habits. Now, habits may fall out of streaks. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is when I'm typing on the keyboard, I'm not thinking about the motor skills of where my fingers are flying to hit the letters. Right. But I do intentionally have to have a streak that says I'm going to write at least one sentence every day. That and, one is not automatic. Right. And, and the thing that's interesting is that it, it can be developing good habits if the only way you define a habit is by something that you do repeatedly. But the, the, the problem that we've seen is that that is not... That's not how it's defined. And, and in there fact, is... James Clear, who is the foremost authority on habits, he wrote Atomic Habits, he says the definition of a habit is something you do repeatedly until it's automatic. Right. That, that is, and, and, even and within, he is like the world-renowned authority on this. Even within automatic, people have varying different... different definitions of what automatic means true yeah and so that's that was my biggest thing is just managing that expectation and why because of exactly what you said when you fall short who do you blame you blame yourself yeah i somehow I didn't stand in the right line in heaven and therefore i don't have what it takes to continue to grow and improve in a bit in a big and significant so way. that can start to weigh on us and then we lose that momentum that <clears throat> we've created to keep going and so right. that was i think that is why it bothers you so much is because because one of your gifts and talents in this world is that you have a basic belief in people like a really strong belief in the good of people and and so i think when when we have this misguided definition that people then are placing everything on and then that definition fails them, but they believe it's the definition that's true and their own failures, 
you get frustrated because you're like, no, this isn't a you problem. This is a definition and a tool problem yeah. that can be solved. Yeah, it can be solved. And so that, that's, a, that's a really good point. I mean, that something that you just brought up is because I because that's the other reason why I think I get an allergic reaction is because I believe that all people everywhere have within them the makings of greatness, no matter what. And that if we don't have the tools, then we blame ourselves rather than looking at it as the tool. I'm an amateur carpenter. I go out in the shop all the time and work on any number of projects. When I first started in carpentry, I had a couple of tools and carpentry was pretty frustrating. Mm-hmm. But now I've got a full shop of tools and, well, you know, I mean, I can go out in the shop and produce something pretty quickly. Your ability to do so many things because you have the right tools. And the interesting thing is there's enough in life that is our responsibility, that is ours to be like, (laughs) yeah, you need to own that and take it. We need to be able to differentiate those things where it's like, yeah, this is your responsibility and you need to make that change versus, no, you did everything right. The tool isn't working right for you. Yeah. And I think that's an important an important distinction. So yeah. that brings us to this place where you came to me one day. Yep. And you said, if I can remember this right, at the time you were calling them commercials, but yeah. you said, I want to produce 52 commercials. <laughs> and this was in the one end of September. Was it October that you did this? Was yeah. It, the, it was the first of October or end of September? Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And then you said... And, and I want to do it before Thanksgiving. No, let me repeat that, you guys. He came to me and said, I want to do 52 commercials and I want it done by Thanksgiving. And it's the first week in October. And I was just like, well, I've lived with you long enough to sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was great. Though. I was like, commercials, huh? Okay. I was she able- is really good. I have to tell you this. So she has gotten very, very good at just going with my ideas, knowing that it'll probably be modified quite significantly from the grandeur of what I bring about. I have to balance this thing in my life where sometimes you say these things and I'm like, that is totally crazy and impossible. With the times that you have brought crazy to the table and made it possible. Like the time that I said, we're going to build a river in our backyard. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, we're not. That river was my favorite favorite thing in our backyard. Yes. So this is the thoughts that go through my head is my first thought is, here we go again. This is crazy. There's no way he's going to do it. Quickly followed by, oh, you had the river in your backyard and you loved it. So maybe. But I was able to talk you down. To, to say 52, I was great with 52, but I wasn't good with the amount of time that we had to right, do it. Right, So I talked you down to 24. Yeah, exactly. Go, basically cut it in half. I cut it in half. Yeah. And you're like, okay, maybe we could. Maybe we could. 26, 24, 26. I can settle with 24-ish. Um, and, then, and then, to be honest, I washed my hands of the project. And I was like, <laughs> if you want to do this, you go get them. It's all you. And you're talking about putting up ads at... BYU for local people that are in the theater program and well because so here's what happened so as as I came up with this idea because we needed to differentiate streaking from habit yes and we needed to have it somewhere I I remembered the Mac commercials of old Mac versus PC and I got on and I started watching those and I thought you know what this is a perfect format and forum to be able to have streaking Versus habit. Mm-hmm. And where we have streaking being able to define themselves. At what point?
point did you have the idea of creating streaking and habit to person be personified by people? When it was, it was when I was watching those commercials because I thought that okay. streaking, the personification of streaking, would be so much easier to understand streaking mm -hmm. rather than trying to put it in any. I mean, we had we had to this point. I mean, we've been at this now, so we've been streaking for over seven years. We're coming up on eight years of streaking. As far as putting it out there to the world, it's been about two and a half years mm -hmm. that we've been doing that, and it just is. It takes a lot of words, like what we're doing right now, to describe the difference between and streaking and habit. And we've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how can we define streaking quicker and differentiate it from habits right. quicker. So what I thought More is quickly. if we could have a commercial that within, for me, it was like a couple of minutes <laughs> or a, a short or a reel within a couple of minutes to be able to describe this, it'd be great. And in my mind, I thought, oh, we could do this. And so I, I proposed it to the streaking team and everyone everyone's like, okay. And I said, let's do 26 because Jamie had talked me down by that point. And everyone kind of looked at me like, oh, okay. And I Basically. said, and I'm going to start writing scripts for it. And so I started to write scripts for it. Which is another thing I love about you because you said, I'm going to start doing this. And then the next time I talked to you, literally you had like 10 scripts that you'd already started doing. You were very excited about it. And I was like, okay, well, this is kind of fun. So, still your project. St yeah, still my In project. my mind, it was still your project. <laughs> yeah. But you were getting more on board with it. I was getting more on board with it. So you started yeah. to meet... Because when, I, when the scripts came, when the scripts started to come to life, and this was with all the streaking team, we started to do the scripts. This was Laurel and Katie and Talon. Uh, even Dave, the developer, got in on the had scripts. Had a couple ideas. He had a couple ideas on the Fun ways that yeah. we could... You got in on it. I mean, we had... We had all kinds of people just mm -hmm. start to get on it. And and then there were a couple of really neat things that happened along the way. But the scripts was that's was the start of it. That was the start. And and that was that was fun because we were coming up with some fun ideas. And and like you said. Cause because as as I got going, I'm like, well, we should personify routine, we should mm -hmm. personify goal, we should have habit. Uh, have streaking meet goal and streaking meet routine and talk about those things. I got really excited. And there are, I think I created, I think I wrote probably, what, 15, 20 scripts? I, I don't think I wrote all 26, but I wrote uh, quite a few. A fair amount, yeah. So then we, then we kind of hit this bump in the road where we have Talon, who has great filming abilities. So we knew we had someone that could film this and had great connections with helping us get a studio. So that was the first thing that happened is you booked and paid for this, you rented a studio. A studio with what Talon, and Talon's really good at this because he's been in videography and he knows a lot of the lingos, has worked with cameras and everything else. He's absolutely phenomenal. And the shooting that you see on the reels was all done was by all Talon. Talon. So Talon did all the editing and the shooting. But so he and I were talking about it and he said, well, I've got a studio, we'll get a cycle. And I said, we'll book it. And so we chose a date sometime in the future and booked Which, it. Which, what was it? Three <laughs> weeks out from when... I, I, it was, was it, a it, little was, more? it was a little more than that. It was probably about six weeks out because okay. it was it was far enough away that I was like, okay, we got to find some actors to do this. And at six first, I was like, well, we can like just three. do this. And yes, Talon, you, you Talon, were you were like, we can do this. We'll figure it out. Yeah, and Talon, bless his heart, is like, we need to get real actors. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> I was have like, this. okay. Because <laughs> at one point we were looking at our family. Do you think our daughter could be streaking, streaking and, or do you think and, this person or that person? And we were just. And what, so as we, so we booked the studio with the psych wall and we started to get the script and we, 
we were trying to figure out what's going to be next or how do we get actors. And I thought, well, we live close to BYU's campus, so I'll post up an ad and we'll just get some actors. We'll just get some theater students <laughs> this, to come. This, this is this, we'll Mr. Ignorance and naivety. We'll <laughs> anyway, it just for whatever reason, and this, and I want to ask you guys if you find this in life that when you come up against something, in other words, you have an idea and you try to carry that idea through, there comes a point where it just gets blocked where I can't go any further. And that was the case with these actors. Yes. I was blocked. I, I couldn't get any further past it. But I loved that as we're talking about this, I'm thinking about the part in the Indiana Jones movie. It's not the first movie, but it's the, the one. The third movie. The one where he's after the, where they get the Holy Grail. Yes. And he has to cross the chasm and it takes a leap of faith. Yes. <clears throat> I felt like this was it, that you had taken that first step and and you're looking and thinking, well, now what? I'm kind of stuck. I, I'm here on and the... it's, it's a kind <laughs> of a fun thing because you're in the movie, it's a precipice that they have to cross to get, they have to, there's a huge chasm and they have to get across this chasm. But from the looks of it, there's no way to do it. And so you just take this leap of faith, like you're going to fall off the chasm. Yeah. And then you find out that there's, a bridge. An invisible bridge there. Yeah, and it's not a, invisible, but the way that it is, you can't see it's camouflaged. It's, it's camouflaged. Yeah. That's how it was. That's what it felt like is when you booked this the, the, the studio, you're like, all right, here we go. We're taking the first step. And and then and, and then and you I were still, kind of stuck on this precipice where you're like, well, I can't go back, but I can't, can't see how to go forward. How to go forward. So then we called a good friend of ours, Tiffany. Because I, I was trying to mull through this and figure it out. And I said, how do I, how do I get the actors? How do I put something up? And you said, well, why don't you just call Tiffany? Tiffany, Tiffany was in all of in the musical theater, musical in, college. theater in college and all friends. those things. Maybe she has friends. <laughs> Which was great because we had just, I had just gone on a weekend retreat with Tiffany and we had gone to a show at the, at, at right. the college campus and she knew several of the people that were in the show. Right. So, so like, you're okay. like, just so call she's Tiffany. Still, she's still plugged into that so world. So I called her and I, and I explained what we were doing. We were shooting these reels and we wanted to get some professional actors. And would she know how to get a hold of someone on campus so that we could advertise for this? And she said, it was, it was almost as if she's, she's like, why are you asking me this question? Why don't you just ask Marty? And I'm like, oh, Marty. And the reason I said that is because I had met Marty like two months ago, and he had told me that he was in musical theater. In fact, he and Tiffany That's had done they... some work up in Alaska at a musical theater, and she said, just ask him. He knows all of that. Yep. That's how they had met, and that's how we had met Marty. Right. So then you called I Marty. called Marty, and wow. Wow. Was that, that, that was how we got across the bridge. Yep. That was how the rest of the bridge came together, because Marty all of a sudden said, yeah, I can do this. And, and can I just say, it is so much fun when you meet someone that has a gift for the thing that you need. Yes. And, and it's like they just take it. They take your little tiny offering of an idea that looks like in cooking terms, you're like, here's my lump of whatever this is. But I, I, <laughs> in my head, it looks this way, but what I'm giving you looks nothing like what I have in my head. Right. And they take it and they're like, oh, this is great. And they work their magic and they give it back to you. And you're like, it's <gasps> so much better than what I thought it could <laughs> I be. That's how I feel about every single person on, this, on the streaking team. I mean, 
Dave's that way with the app and all the developers. Yes, you You've got Steven and Cam idea. and Trey and all those people. And then you get Laurel and the content team and Laurel and Lauren and um, and uh, Marty's Katie on the content and, and Katie and Kathleen. I mean, all these people just take it and make it so much more than I ever thought it could be. <laughs> and sometimes the ideas that you hand these people, you're like... Here, this is this is this is coming in with what is it? Duct tape and bailing wire. Duct tape and bailing wire, baby. So, turn this into something beautiful, and then publish it to the world. So, so Marty, I tell him the idea of everything, and I and I ask him if he's in. He says yeah, and so we we draw up a contract with him, and he he takes on the job of getting the actors and of directing these reels. Well, there's still the idea that I have in my head that we're going to shoot 26 of these. Yes. And I love did how Talon knock you, did I, Talon talk you down to 12. At one point we were at 12. We were got we at to 12? 12. I don't know. If, well, what happened is, and this is great because Talon and Marty and everyone on the team knows how to work with me. <laughs> they do. They really do. They're like, you know, Jeff, that sounds really good. And I don't know. And this is Marty. I don't know if, if 26 is a real good number. Even 12 may be too much. And I'm like. And he was great because he's like. We really want to make sure that we're getting quality and communicating the message you really want to communicate. Right. And I don't think we can do that with 16 or 12. And, I, and so at that point, one of the things that I've learned and one of the streaks that I've had as far as, I mean, your streak is the feedback streak. Yes. My streak is the read at least a paragraph in a nonfiction book. And one of the books that's influenced me quite significantly is um, Impro for Theater improvisation for theater mm -hmm. and it's blocking versus accepting and one of the conscious choices i've made is that when someone with expertise in a certain area or even not expertise is suggesting something i'm completely open to it and so i was open to what marty said which was i think eight will be plenty and my memory of this because you guys were meeting at the kitchen table and i was kind of just cleaning up around the kitchen and listening and I feel like your back was turned to me and, and Marty was like, I'm thinking eight. And I'm just like, yes, <laughs> yes, thank you, Marty. I think eight is totally doable. And so, and, and I forgot that we were at actually an in-person meeting in mm -hmm. this day and age of meeting over video, but we were in person and he said eight. And I thought, okay, we can do eight. And then the hard work started to take these 26 or 20, 26 scripts, I forget exactly how many there were, and and pick out eight that were going to communicate the message in a way that was, and this is what Marty brought to this us. This is what Marty brought to this us. This was yeah. so cool because he thought about it. He came back and he said, look, these, these reels, shorts need to do three things. They need to entertain, they need to educate, and they need to empower. Which... Wow. Once he did that and gave us, it's the same feeling I often have with streaking. I'm like, you gave me a framework that, that educates that now me on I what can I can bump do. everything up against that framework and, and measure it. I guess I can measure everything yeah. against that. And it helps me make my decisions. It helps me make it better. And that's what I feel like really happened once you had that. Once we understood that we were like, look, we want to entertain because that's what captures it's people. Fun. It's yeah. entertaining. It's fun. Two, we need to educate yeah. so that people understand what our message is. And then after they've been entertained and educated, they need to be empowered to, action, to be able to do this, to be to able do to do action. it. Once he was able to capsulate that, and then also 
love that there was alliteration so we could remember it. <laughs> yes. That that became kind of the, the thing that we measured everything against that you guys did in right. writing your scripts and and picking the actors and all of that. Right. Yeah, it was. Because and and then he did something else with his expertise that people won't notice, but it was critical for the way that we developed the scripts. And he made some rules around mm -hmm. what habit could do and what streaking could do. And he said, habit only ever talks about and educates about habit. And streaking only ever talks about and educates about streaking. And I loved this because... That was, that was like a mind blow. I mean, it was just... And you'll see it. You won't really see it in the scripts, but it flows it just flows. so right. When, when he brought that to the table, it reminded me when there for 11 years, you were a regional practice leader for Franklin Covey. And as a consultant, you went to all different kinds of companies and right. met with their executive teams to help them decide their their goals and things that they were going to do for that year. And I remember asking you one time, because I thought it was so unique that you're in a profession that every time you go and talk to people, you're talking to someone in a completely different industry. Yeah. And and I was and I asked, I'm like, how do you not get intimidated to be going into the executives of these companies? and telling them how they should do their business. And you said, well, that's the first thing is I'm not telling them how to do their business. The biggest thing that I have to remember in all of my consulting is that there's my backyard and your backyard. And I can invite you into my backyard and you can invite me into your backyard, but it has to be by invitation only. Actually, I'd, I'm not even allowed to go in their backyard. Oh, so you can invite them into your backyard, because, but you stay in your own yard. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because in their backyard is all their strategy, all their knowledge, all, all their information, their everything they have. They can bring the methodology and also the framework into their backyard if they choose to. But if they come, but but they're always welcome in my backyard. And I'll tell you, when you come into the backyard of this was the four disciplines of execution, it I'll, I'll let you know what works and doesn't work in this backyard. Because you're in my right. backyard. This right. is my backyard and my area of expertise. Right. That's what I thought about when Marty said streaking is going to talk about streaking, but she never teach is the you authority about on habits. Streaking, right. And habits is the authority on habits. And I thought about that, and I was like, that's my backyard and your backyard, and. We need to stay in our backyards where we have our understanding of our expertise and not go in someone else's backyard and start telling them how to mow their lawn. <laughs> exactly. And that is one of the beautiful areas that these reels do is they teach streaking and habit. And the other thing is, remember how I wanted them two minutes? Yes. Yeah. Both Talon and Marty were like, Jeff, you know, that is, that's, that's really, really ambitious. Long... That's a long time. <laughs> And so every single one of them is is under a minute. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the whole thing is anywhere from forty five to fifty five seconds with the title plates on it. It's uh, like a minute. So yeah. when you said "thus begins the hard work," that's really what they were saying to you is, well, Jeff, we're going to have to work a little harder because we're going to make them shorter. Shorter. Which makes me think of is it Mark Twain that said, "I'm sorry, I wrote you a long letter. I didn't have time to write a short one." Yes, that is it. So, <laughs> so we spent. Hours, hours and hours and back and forth and combing over. over every single word in every single script. So you and Talon and Marty literally went through it again yeah. and again and again. And then you would bring that particular script to the team and we would go through, through it. it. 
And they again, would have all again, kinds and of again, suggestions. And again, and again, yes. And by the way, every single iteration just got better. Mm-hmm. It got, <clears throat> I, I remember when we were on the final uh, iterations of the script, it was the night before we were going to shoot. And we had the whole streaking team over and we were all sitting and we were going through every script. Yep. Every single one. And and I remember there was a moment where Laurel had this poignant thought about one particular script and then Dave had a thought about another particular script that was poignant. And then you came in with something. And Katie would and say, Katie I think would say this word would be better right here. here. And, the, and, and it was just this really collaborative. neat collaborative process that made these scripts just sing. And, and people, bringing, people bringing to the table things where it's like, well, I think you're trying to say this, but it made me think of this. So could we say that better? Yeah. Which was so huge because how often communication is so tricky that way. What, what you say isn't always what you communicated. And what you're trying to figure out is how do I communicate what I want to be communicating through the body language and the and the words and everything that's happening. And so, and Marty was fantastic at that. And then at the end of the night too, he was great. Or before we started shooting because he, he came to us and he said, so... When you're shooting real <laughs> like this, there's one director, and, <laughs> and I'm that me. director. <laughs> yeah, and he was very clear. He was very clear, which I appreciated. There was clear communication where he said, I'm the director. I'm the person that speaks to the actors. That doesn't mean you can't have opinion and that you can't express that opinion, but you express that opinion to me, and I will communicate. And I thought, once again, he was so great at giving us this roadmap of how to work. So in other words, the the problem that can happen is that now you've got these actors that have to channel yeah. a, an idea in essence. And if they have a ton of people all shooting stuff out, how are they ever going to channel that? So it was great for him to be like, I'm the person that communicates with them. You can communicate with me, but everything that goes to those actors is going through me. And it was phenomenal to watch what happened when he would talk with well, them. And then he also coached us a little bit further. Hold on, before okay, you go there. Going. He taught he coached he coached us a little bit further and he said, Now, I can't have twenty people talking to yes. me. He said, So if behind the scenes you all of you talk to Jeff and Jeff, you talk to me. Mm-hmm. So there was even that. It was almost I, I pictured being in a submarine. And you know how in a submarine yes. you've got the captain that says the di- to the deck commander who says to the dive control and they all repeat it. Yes. I felt like that's exactly what he set up. Which was great because what does I've often watched movies and thought, why do they do that? And it's so that you have true communication yeah, and understanding. There is no room for error. Right. Or at least as minimal Little, amount of room possible. for error as possible. Error. So that so the so the day of the shoot come oh, by the way, so the actors, this was another cool part. So Marty found two phenomenal individuals. Becca and Michael, who are actors, Becca is um, streaking and Michael is habit. Mm-hmm. And these two came in and we met them for the first time. So we saw headshots of them and we saw, and Mar- and honestly, we just trusted Marty at we this did. point because <clears throat> it was great. And he went through a number of different actors to come in and play these parts. Mm-hmm. When we met them, so we went to the studio the next day and when we met them, I, I was dumbfounded at how awesome they were. It was so much fun oh my to goodness. see it was so fun to take this lump of an idea that you guys had 
<laughs> and when she and says watching. lump of an idea, she's like this crazy nuts this idea crazy. that I thought would never come to fruition. <laughs> and to be sitting in that studio and watch them be able to take these scripts and literally bring them to life. That, and literally that was the next part. Is bring them to life. Literally. And so we, you'd sit there and watch Marty and he would talk with the actors. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they're phenomenal as well because they memorized each script Yes. As we went along, because we were making changes to the scripts the night before. Yeah. And it just shows the level of professionalism that they have and just how good they are at their craft. Yes. I mean, such And you could people. see it that they were really focused when we got there. I recognized how important it was that they just be communicated with by the director. Yeah. Because they really, there is a level of focus there that was really amazing to watch. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, <clears throat> another little tidbit. So behind the scenes, Talon had rented... Th- three cameras Mm -hmm. and he also it was fun because he got a little tech upgrade where he got these um, mics that were hidden on the on the actors that you couldn't see but that were wire were wireless Mm -hmm. and would just capture their sound beautifully it was just perfect that's great and what as we watched these come to life then the next thing that happened is becca took on the personification of streaking and she became streaking Mm mm-hmm and what that did is take the script to another level because she added some things, just a couple of things as the personification of streaking that cleared it up even more. Yep. So for example, in a, in a reel that you'll see, you won't see it for a few weeks, but in a reel that you'll see, there's a line that she added that was, it was and it was this, it was these words, but you know what isn't? And that was not in the script. Now, mm-hmm. you're going, well, what's the big deal about that? When you hear it in the commercial, you realize how critical that little phrase was. But you know what isn't? Yes. And that brought it to life in a new and, and fantastic way mm-hmm. that I hadn't even met, imagined. That, yep, totally. So as you were doing these reels now, yeah, how did you get to the place that you were able to get it down to eight and decide what... So that means you had eight reels now, which is eight minutes. Right. How did you decide what you wanted to communicate in those eight minutes? This is where... So eight, eight so the different whole, segments, but each right. one, one minute. This reel. is actually where the whole team, where we all got together and said, okay, what is necessary to communicate out to the world about streaking? Mm-hmm. Because, so before I answer that question, one of the things I wanted to comment... One of the things that we want to do, we wanted to make these very consumable so that people could watch them and share them Mm -hmm. and they would want to share them. Right. They'd want to watch them and share them and pass them on because they do give a very entertaining, clear, concise difference between streaking and habit. Right. So how did we get to the eight that we got to? That was the collaborative effort as well. What is it that people need to know about streaking. This is the first time they've ever been introduced to it in this realm. Usually they think about it as running across the football field naked. Right. And that's not this. Mm-hmm. This is, even though it contains the body of kind of rebelliousness, intentionalism, you know, being able to celebrate, making a statement, making a statement. celebrating. Yeah. yeah. What we, so what we needed to do is say, everyone, know, everyone in the world knows what habit is or has some definition has some of it. Has some definition of it, yes. Not anyone knows what streaking is. I mean, we we get visions of grandeur sometime and think, well, the first one's going to go viral to 100 million people. <laughs> what, what we think is that through time, 
these shorts and reels will start to really sink in to individuals and they will understand that inside of themselves is this power of streaking. And we chose very purposely who the actors were that would portray streaking and habit. Mm -hmm. Streaking, we wanted to be someone who was um, a female that was uh, fun, but also serious, a little bit uh, younger, but also not so young. Mm -hmm. Whereas habit, because it's been a lot, we wanted this to be a wise individual that had been around for a long time that was lovable. Right. That you really love. Because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people love habits and that's well, great. And, and up until this point, habits was the best word that we had to describe what we're trying to accomplish. True. Yeah. Which is having those things be a part of our life that, that are important and, and good. And we didn't have anything else to call it. So it's morphed into this word that actually encompasses a whole bunch of things. And to be honest, it's served us well up until this point. But there have been places that we've kind of grown a little beyond it where, where you look at it and you're like, it's not quite serving me the way that it, that it used well, to. And it's not serving society the way that it used right. to. I mean, it did for a long time because you get books like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Well, habits was used there as a great catchword, but when you really look at it, it's seven characteristics right. or attributes, attributes of highly effective yes. people. And inside of that are actually streaks that you do to become to that way, those to develop attributes. those attributes and yes. characteristics. And so habits has served very well. And now, just like anything else, we get the opportunity to get even more advanced in our character. A better understanding and more refined and more able to be clear to be able to, to, to say, okay, now we know this, which means we can be even better. Right. And that's where streaking comes in. Mm -hmm. Through So as you get to watching these, um, there's eight of them, as we've mentioned, and they're in a series. Each one builds from the last one, but each one also stands on its own. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you were to see number three, it would stand on its own. You may be a little bit lost as to streaking and habit because they build as characters through, and it, it's really a lot of fun. I it mean, really is. as far as how they build. And this day that we did the shoot, it was all day. I mean, it was a full eight hours of real work. And and I guess what I love about how it ended up happening is exactly what you said, the relationship that is created between habits and streaks. And or streaking. Habit, habit and streaking. And and it becomes a a friendship, kind of. Yeah. But also an educational opportunity where you look at something that was established and the way that you've thought about it your whole life and the way that streaking is able to introduce it and work with habit and the relationship that they build allows you the freedom to look at things differently. Yeah, and it to really say, does. huh, maybe there is a different way of looking at this that would be beneficial that I could implement in my life. Yeah. And, and I love that. I do too. That, it, that that was able to be communicated. That was it. I know. I was just, it's just kind of reveling in the moment. <laughs> so they're coming out. On February 1st is when they come out. You probably have seen if you've gone, if you, yeah, there's on Instagram, if you go to the streaking uh, account on Instagram or any one of the people that are out there, hopefully they're being reposted. There's a little bit of a sneak peek that's out there. Um, and that sneak peek is pretty cool. Um, I think we should give everyone here a little bit of a sneak peek. 
I think we're giving them a sneak peek on Wednesday. On Wednesday. No, what I'm thinking is in our podcast right here, I'm just going to play a little bit of the script or of, of the background, not the script, but I'll play a little bit of the background. Not all of it, but just a little bit so you can hear this interaction between streaking and habit. Right. So let's let's do that right now. Hi, I'm streaking. And I'm habit. Oh, wait, streaking? No, no, <laughs> not that kind of streaking. Streaking is an app that helps people live intentional lives through personal winning streaks. Oh, so your app helps people form habits. No, sir. But habits are okay, about making so, everything automatic. Okay, so what do you think? I'm so excited. <laughs> it's just going to be so neat. And what we hope is that anyone listening, anyone who's, you know, all of you who have been influenced by and helped with streaking, that you'll pass these on, that you'll use them as educational opportunities as well as entertainment value and the empowerment of being able to obviously use streaking in your life. And when you use streaking to download the app, because in the app is the embodiment of the three laws of streaking, which is make it laughably simple, keep a record and create Create a community, which we're going to talk about the next time, (laughs) which it's going to be phenomenal. One of the things just before we end, um, you and I had talked about last podcast that we were going to talk about energy because you had found yes. that great article on energy. And we still are. What I wanted to do it. just real quickly, we're not going to do it all right now, but it was interesting the energy that the creative process brought into both of us and mm-hmm. our whole team. Uh, that, that type of energy is difficult to bottle. And if we could bottle it and sell it on a store shelf... It, It'd be great. It would be multi-billions of dollars. The closest we have is caffeine. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't even think so. I mean, caffeine just makes you jittery. That's what I mean. That's, we're so far away from being able to bottle that kind of but, energy. But I think that that's where, you know, just just a little mention, because we had promised you guys that we were going to talk about energy, but because we, this is coming out, we are going to. We are. We did, we did make a little bit of a tweak in the yeah. schedule. And and, I apologize for setting an expectation that we didn't fulfill yet. Yet. But we are going to do that. In the next couple of podcasts, though, we're going to go into a little bit more around the energy that a community creates. Mm -hmm. We'll do that as well as talking about the energy, about managing energy and focus and how streaking really helps you to do that as far as energy is concerned. Which I think is, I'm super excited about that because it is a concept of changing the way that you think about necessarily managing your time, which I think we have a lot of resources out there that talk to yes. us about how to manage our time. And that's something we're constantly working on as, as people that want to be productive and, and efficient. But this idea of managing energy to me is super huge and impactful. Yeah. And I think streaking has a huge way to help with that. Absolutely. The other thing that's going on is um, we've been working with the Today Show and the streaking with Jenna, read, read with Jenna you're streaking. You're say it out there already. Well, yeah, huh? I mean, th- it's kind of neat because we've they've been in contact with us. We've been in contact with them. And it uh, looks like maybe something might happen with that. We're hoping. <laughs> so it'd be fun. It'd be great. We'd love to meet you, Jenna. The great thing is, even if nothing does happen specifically with the Today Show, which I actually think odds are good that it will, Jenna has a streak. And it is to read at least one time daily. And she's calling it streaking. And she's streaking. And that's great. And that's what we want is because it works. Yep. So yeah, it's great. It is absolutely fantastic. February 1st, if you haven't already downloaded the app, uh, just know that on February 1st, it gets a major upgrade. If you've already downloaded it, you'll get that upgrade on February 1st. You'll see all kinds of great things in there. The streaking 
and Habit reels will be released. And you saw a little, or you heard a little bit of a preview on that. And the other thing is, as always, the book that you see right behind Jamie's head there is available. And that's available at anywhere books are sold. Here's a little neat part, though. In the new version of the app, if you get a subscription, an annual subscription, you get a copy or as many copies of the ebook as you would like for yourself and to pass on to others. So that's another thing that's available there. Also on February 1st, if you go ahead and subscribe in the app, you're going to get exclusive content, which means that when Jamie and I have guests, we're going to have a little bit of exclusive content with them. She and I, when we're when it's just Jamie and I, we'll do a little bit of exclusive content for the super streakers. That's our subscribers that are super streakers, and you'll have access to that group. A little bit more personal coaching and yeah. answering the questions. And answering questions. And there'll be much, much more. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you enjoyed our reminiscing on these reels and can see just how significant it is to have a definition of terms. Until we talk again, you are always welcome to reach out to us via email, uh, me at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. Until we talk again. Keep streaking.